first time, she tells him about all the evil things in the world and tells him to run away. And she says another line that I break out bawling. I'm sorry I never told you about the world. And so if the other thing about AI kills me as a child to what it is to be almost programmed to love people, whether they're deserving of your love or not, that kills me as a parent. Because as a parent, you want to warn your children against every harm there is in society. And at the same time, you know, if you do that, you will terrorize your children and destroy their childhood. And to me, the hardest thing about being a parent is striking that balance. And so she's talking to a robot, a robot she doesn't think is human, a robot she doesn't believe is human. And even in that, she still felt to say, I'm sorry, I never told you about the world. So I don't know. I don't have to answer the question as to whether or not David is human. Just using that as a conceit has led me now to another realization about human nature and that moment of about what it is to be a parent. So I don't know. I'm not, I'm not hostile to it, but uh, I don't have any answers either. It's just a tool for me that, that leads me to, to okay. emotional realizations. So this movie... Uh, well, I mean, like all movies, it's, it's a narrative, like choices are being made by the director and whether you're thinking this is through the lens of Spielberg or the lens of Kubrick, uh, do you feel like it was perfectly tailored to get the message across? Because I keep going back to the cruelty because they well, could the have made it to me is the cruelty. Well, okay. Why didn't they saw his legs off then? That's Who? my point. Who? Anyone, you could make this movie infinitely more cruel. More bang well, no, 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 it's not hostile. It's not, it's not, <laughs> when I say the point of cruelty, it's not torture porn, but, uh, but uh, the emotional cruelty of being unloved in the world, of a child without love. That's its premise. They built a child to love and they said, well, is it moral to do that? Because who knows if, if anyone's going to be to love it back. And, and William Hurt says, well, didn't God create Adam to love him? And that doesn't really answer the question. So, and so he's unloved for, but let me ask you, let me, let me, yeah, okay, no, we'll answer you. And I have one more thing about, remind me to go back to Jude Law, but, but sure. go ahead. So why weren't they crueler? I don't know. I found it unbearable as it was and was very happy for the happy ending. <laughs> why make it that's, crueler? That's fair. What were you going to say, Pete? Oh, no, no. It's, I guess what I'm, I am standing on the side that, it was too cruel. That's like, very cruel. Oh, yeah. Well, and I mean, if if you're going to do a movie about uh, about childhood pain and childhood trauma, trauma and self-actualizing yeah. yourself, I would I would propose that you not traumatize the audience. I think oh, I that you can find a sweet spot somewhere in the middle that doesn't involve you watching a child getting emotionally tortured for two so hours. I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, as upsetting as it is, this film can't hold a fucking candle to Lorenzo's oil, which is so upsetting and devastating and true that both times I've watched it, I've been physically ill the next day. Yeah, I I think I actually somewhat disagree with Pete here a little bit because, again, fairy tales... Uh, especially when they're taken back to their roots, like they've been sanitized a lot, but like the origins of these fairy tales, they're often extremely bloody and cruel and often the objects of, of cruelty are children. Um, and so, I mean, I think, I think this is, this movie is doing a serious job grappling with the way that fairy tales work. I do want to 
ask. I love that we've turned this into like an interrogation where you just have to defend it. Uh, but yeah, that I, got weird, didn't it? No, no. I go ahead. I like. No, that. I mean, I think it's an interesting dynamic. I think us disagreeing makes for good. It makes for good pod. But um, yeah. I want to ask you, like, uh, oh, lost my train of thought a little bit. Oh, well, okay. I'm gonna keep going back to like again the sort of the fragmentary nature of it, and I actually don't want to punish movies for like. Ha- having sort of weird interludes and and mixing genre, mixing elements, mixing genres. Uh, I think that's. I want more you of that, not play. less. Yeah, I actually want. More, I, I wish we had so much more of that. I think that there's a, there's obviously a sort of brain dead cohesiveness that uh, plagues so much cinema now. Um, I can we like at least make fun of certain things, like how apparently there's a very successful corporation that exists in the ruins of its former headquarters in Manhattan, which is like the forbidden Yeah, I don't, I, I wondered about that. Here's what I don't understand. I don't think they do exist there. Or maybe they do. I was very confused about that because in the beginning it's called Cybertronics of Newark. So they've moved in to New Jersey because Manhattan's underwater. Hey everyone, what you just heard is a preview of our latest exclusive episode. To hear the rest, and to access our entire catalog of exclusive content, as well as our patrons-only Discord chat, become a patron at patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. That's where you can support our work and make sure you get access to everything we do. Patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. Thanks.